0: Hello, welcome to IG's Trading the Markets. With me today, a very special guest, Chris Versace, CIO of Tomatica. He joins us from Washington after some really interesting figures, uh, hotter than expected US retail sales figures. Uh, we're seeing uh, US stocks uh, indicating uh, a, is an extension of uh, losses ahead of the open. Uh, just tell us what your early views are of these numbers and are we are we getting a sense that markets are finally recalibrating?
1: So a lot to unpack there. Uh, let's take the December retail sales, as you pointed out, stronger than expected. But it really reflects what we've seen over the last couple of reports. Uh, consumers continue to eat out. So we look at you know the the restaurant line item up almost eleven percent year over year in December. We take a look at uh, non-store retailers, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, digital shopping, also up substantially year over year. You know, just pretty much continuing the trends for what we've seen. But but the key takeaway is consumers opened their wallets more and spent more but that also means that the december retail sales report is going to be a positive when it comes to gdp expectations for the fourth quarter coming into the report it was around 2.2 percent year over year according to the atlanta fed again that number is likely to go higher what's important about that is it says the economy continues to be more resilient than expected how does that tie into rate cut expectations well it says that the fed can take its time. And that's exactly the message that the Fed has been delivering. And you are correct. We are seeing the market finally come around to recalibrating its expectations for rate cuts, not just by the Fed, but also by the European Central Bank. Uh, Christine Lagarde, the president there, was out saying that, look, we are going to cut rates, but not until the summertime. The expectation had been as soon as March, maybe April. So all in all, just a big pushback, big recalibration, big rethink on the timing of rate cuts. And that is what's weighing on markets. We're seeing the dollar strengthen. And we're gonna have to watch the CME FedWatch tool to see if the market really pushes rate cut expectations by the Fed from six to five to four.
0: Now, Chris, prior to this number, there was still talk about whether or not, you know, the Fed could somehow or another manage this, you know, soft landing and keep a much feared recession at bay. Does this kind of indicate that it can achieve the soft landing?
1: So I do think that the Fed can, you know, it's going to take a measured approach, you know, as the Fed heads have been telling us and the market really hasn't wanted to listen to it, you know, um, they continue to see strength in the economy? They can take their time. And candidly, when you look at the inflation data, particularly on a year over year basis, it's still quite a distance from the Fed's 2% target. But But there's also this other wild card out there that I think gives them a little more firepower, if you will, uh, to be vigilant and to take their time. I, I'm of course referring to what's unfolding in the Red Sea where we're seeing shipping rates you know, just surge. We're hearing more companies start to talk about the impact of their getting parts, products and other things and what that could mean for their guidance as more companies start to report, uh, not only their December quarter, but issue forward views for the first half of 2024. And and it's been my view that consensus expectations for S&P 500 earnings in 2024 were overly robust, up almost 11.5% year over year. I do think that a confluence of factors are going to lead to this second rethink, which is uh, dialing back expectations for S&P 500 earnings, especially for the first half of the year, but most likely for all of 2024. So we've got those two big rethinks uh one starting to unfold another one coming at us and i think for investors you want to be prepared build your shopping list get ready to take advantage because typically when we see rethinks like this the market particularly after what we saw in november and december is going to give back some of those gains be ready
0: now speaking of that uh the timing is also uh, key because we've got this U.S. presidential election coming up. Do you think the window for this cut is, is going to start narrowing quite quickly because it's going to start, you know, edging further and further till the uh, towards that presidential election, and, and then what?
1: I think it's a great question. You know, we all know that we've got a U.S. presidential election this late in the second half of this year, and when you contemplate Fed rate cuts, you at least have to think about what it could mean. You know, to the extent that the economy is stronger than expected, to the extent that uh, inflation progress perhaps slows in the near term, it means that you know the Fed is going to push off when it not only when it starts cutting rates but it's gonna call into question the number of rate cuts that we could get in all of 2024. I say this, you know, even though the Fed likes to say that, oh, we're independent and we could do what we're going to do. uh, Historically, they have, you know, kind of gone into a quiet period just ahead of a US presidential election because they don't wanna be viewed as influencing the outcome of the election. So if we take a look at the calendar, I I believe we have, uh, you know, Fed policy meetings, June, July, there's one in September. I don't think they'll do anything at that meeting. And then they have more meetings after the election. So again, you know, we're gonna have to measure the economy, measure inflation, but I think it's a great point that you bring up. More importantly though too, I expect we're gonna hear a lot of noise on the campaign trail about the Fed, about the economy, and why perhaps the Fed should be doing more.
0: And just picking up on the shopping list because I do, um, I do pick January personally to rejig my portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, what should you say to investors who are probably patting themselves on the back if they made right way calls on on tech and um, on some of the um, companies that did well last year, and they they now sat on these positions thinking, well what now what does this mean for tech for example uh should they unwind should they keep the big ones what should they be doing
1: i i think there's really two ways to answer that question the first is if you're a trader if you're short-term focused you know we've seen significant runs in you know a number of different areas tech as you point out especially the magnificent seven again if you're a trader you probably want to trim back on some of these things um you know use any pullback in the market to circle back and wade back into those positions if you're an investor however if your time horizon is much longer i think you need to understand the drivers behind why those stocks that you own have moved so quickly and ask yourself is anything changing is anything you know um giving me a warning sign And, and if you're starting to see that then it might be a smart idea to lighten up a little bit on your positions But if you're thinking, boy, you know, I'm in this for the big move in AI or continued data center demand, you know, again, the prudent thing might be to trim maybe a little bit of your positions, but you want to let the long term thesis play out, provided the data continues to support it.
0: Right, thanks very much. We have to leave it there. Uh, Chris Versace, CIO of Tomatica, speaking with us about recalibration and how to deal with uh, tech stocks if you're a trader or a longer term investor. This is IGTV's Trading Markets. I'm Angeline Ong, and thanks for watching.